Hey, I'm Ariel. And I'm Melina. And you're listening to the AM and the PM podcast, where we basically talk about everything. So buckle your seatbelt because you're in for a wild ride. Okay, hello, everybody. Welcome back. We've been on um, somewhat of like a hiatus because of summer, you know, vibes. Yeah events but your favorite podcast am in the pm is back i'm melina yes, i'm ariel we're happy to be here with each other and with you yes. guys <laughs> virtually i was actually i was actually wondering if we had a podcast in june i was like did we did we let out an episode in june i don't think we did we went on vacation together and that's what we did we did an emotional you and i podcast <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yes. That makes yeah. sense. That would have been a fun. It would have been funny if we did do a podcast in person together. Oh my God. We should vacation. Have of that. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Next time. Our next vacation together. Yes. But do you want to tell the people what we will be discussing today? Sure. So today is going to be like a reflection of 2021. Um, things that we how the year started off, how it is currently, and, you know, just, like, what we're hoping for for the next five, four months. It's literally about to be August. That's crazy. Yes. So, like, what we're hoping for the next four or so months left in the year, which is even crazy to even say. But, yeah, that's that's what we'll be doing today. Yeah. Even as you're saying that, I'm like, how did the year even start? Like, <laughs> that's so crazy to me. Uh, someone yeah. said the other day, like, we're closer to 2022 than we are to 2020. It's just very much like ruined my day. <laughs> no. And like 2020 was an absolute fever dream. Like, abs- like I'm currently watching Married at First Sight. I'm probably going to bring that up again <laughs> at some point in this. But like, they're showing like the preview of the season and like that season was filmed in 2020 and so they were like yeah there's like new precautions and we have to like stay quarantined and I was like oh my god that did happen like I was like I don't even I was like wow I totally forgot COVID was a thing last (laughs) year like this was that wow like mm, crazy Mm -hmm. it's been a long time I even like I've been having a hard time. I know like I went on vacation and everything, but I've been having a hard time understanding what season I'm in, like in terms of like the actual, like outside. (laughs) Um, If it's like summer, spring, fall kind of thing. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. I froze in March of 2020. Like I noticed this, I'd be at my internship like over the past winter and it'd be freezing outside, obviously, as Boston mm-hmm. gets. And I would be, I would find myself expecting to step outside into a spring breeze. And I think it's because we went into shutdown mm-hmm. and we barely got to experience the outside because we were inside so much or we would yeah. go to like the store and come back. So I think my brain is in like this pre-spring phase. So now the yeah. summer is ending and I'm like, I don't know what happened to the summer because it's not <laughs> summer. It's spring of 2020. Right. So I, don't, I don't know when I'm gonna catch up I don't know if that's happened to you or if it's just me being weird but mm, no because you've heard <laughs> me say this like time is not real to me anymore I'm like oh yeah no time is a social construct it's a complete construct it's not real we right. just made it up so we could feel like we're in control of what our lives look like but mm, no time just but doesn't exist seasons are real though seasons are real <laughs> and my brain does not understand I'm like why is it so hot outside and then I'm like because it is the summer like mm-hmm. and it just doesn't mm-hmm. and it's been like I don't know how it's been for you but I mean I think the summer has been kind of crazy for the whole United States for lots yeah. of reasons. but here it's been raining so much um it's literally been raining like the entire summer so wow no it's literally just been hot here it's hmm. Currently, if I look at my weather app, let me see. It is, it's 87 degrees outside and it's 8.03 p.m. Oh. The high today was 94. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's nice. So I was in my house <laughs> and I was like, oh, so I'm not leaving. Great. Right. I think it was probably in the 70s, but like mid me working today, it's just mm-hmm. like, it's like boom. And all of a sudden, like started pouring. And that's just basically my everyday expectation. It's going to rain. <laughs> 
I want it to rain so bad. I'm like, can it please stop being hot? But like, literally I'm looking at the weather app and it's like 90, 88, 86. We can send okay. you some of the extra rain that we've gotten over here. It seems like we might be getting rain. It looks like Tuesday or Wednesday. It's supposed to be 77. So, okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> Possible thunderstorms, but I don't know. But anyway, enough about the weather. <laughs> so let's let's just pause, take some time to reflect, right? What have been, mm-hmm. I guess, like some highlights and some lowlights, I guess, of this past year? We had to think of like hmm. some ups and downs. I'm sure you okay. cannot think of any lows. Oh, yeah. Mm. Um, let me think. The high, I would say is I launched a blog as some of you guys probably know um and I've been like pretty consistent with it like I think the only month that I didn't like post was no I think I've posted every month no I think I put didn't post in April I think that's what it was or maybe this year this year Mm -hmm. wow yeah, because I keep like I have sticky notes on my wall, like behind my desk, um, of like every month when I post, and like and mark like how many views I got, you know, and like how many countries I look, you know, have people have you know read my stuff from. It's really wild to be like people from kind of like all over the world have looked at my blog even if they haven't like read every single post that I have it shows me if they even like click on my homepage or something so it's like people from other countries are just like oh this looks interesting so that's really cool um I think that has been like one of my highlights is just like something that I really like to do I was like super scared and nervous and like I was like oh my god are people gonna like it do people even care about it but then like I kind of stopped caring about that and I was like just do it just because mm-hmm. you want to do it and you just want to like share your thoughts with strangers on the internet which I thought I would never do ever (laughs) um so that's cool um so that's been like one of my highs like I have a blog post that's supposed to come out tomorrow cross my fingers (laughs) it's my favorite one that you've written so far I will say really yes I feel like each blog post has gotten just like more and more honest if that makes sense like yeah I've just been like really reflective and just like open with like my thoughts and my feelings and where my life is at, which again, would never would have thought I would do, never that I would share any aspect of my life to anybody mm-hmm. on the internet. Um, I think what's different about the blog is just like, I'm kind of like, to me, it's like, oh, strangers read it, so it's okay. Like, I just, <laughs> I don't know why my brain associates it that way. Mm-hmm. Like, it makes me less stressed about sharing it because I'm like, I know that people that know me will possibly read it, but it's like, I know majority of the people that are going to read it are going to be people I don't know. So it's okay. Mm-hmm. If that, I don't even know if that even makes sense, it but does. like, I don't feel like any pressure, I guess. I think the more, the most of the pressure that I feel is usually when I have to like post about it, like on my Instagram or something where I'm like, I have to tell people I have a blog post. Uh, this is so nerve wracking. But then like, after I post it, I'm like, okay, I don't care anymore. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's, fine. it's like out there. There's nothing you can do mm-hmm. to take it back. Yeah. Unless I'm like, I no longer want to do this anymore, which I don't think is going to happen. I think this might be a thing for me. It's a pretty good outlet, um, considering. Uh, okay, let me think. I don't think um, we, we as your friends would allow you to stop something that like like this that brings you so much joy, fulfillment, and is mm-hmm. so great. Like if you were just, unless you had a good reason. But if you were just like, I don't yeah. know, I just like feel nervous about it like, there's no way that would ever <laughs> no so because you just don't let like, you give I've, up on your dreams right and you literally would be like I've published books please be quiet be like oh okay <laughs> I would never do that I would never do that <laughs> not in that way but like you'd be like um madam I have written and published my works it's okay you're fine oh I see what you're saying yeah yeah I thought you meant like yeah. in a well, I've published books, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, not like a condescending way. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get what you're saying. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want me to share some highlights while you think of some 
some struggle points or do you sure wanna... yeah um a highlight for me that I just thought of that I forgot happened this year because it feels like so long ago is that I graduated with my oh, master yes you did period <laughs> I know and I started working and I'm a therapist and that's wow. exciting yeah you're um, like a real adult I know it's <laughs> so strange it gets really weird like my sister will be like what are you doing I'm like I have to work can you do no I have to work that's so wild like you, you have a real job I know like yeah like you just said you have to schedule time with people yeah. to hang out with them literally that's yeah. peak I, adult I have to like block out time in my schedule if I have like appointments like I'm unavailable or I have to like reschedule it's interesting <laughs> I'm like building into um full-time right now so it's like mm-hmm. not my schedule isn't like as uh, packed as it could be but I'm getting there probably mm-hmm. like maybe 15 25 yeah um wow. so that's I, wow I know. So that's exciting. And with graduating came a bunch of things like presenting my capstone and like Mm -hmm. my capstone has led to a lot of stuff that I'll talk about when we discuss like the present, Um, Mm -hmm. a lot of very recently developing stuff, but I'm very proud of myself. And I have to keep reminding myself to be just because like, I'm such a person that's like, okay, that's done. Now I'm going to move on to the next thing. And I think that's like, been like survival for me, you know, like I just Mm -hmm. need to move on to whatever is next because I need to keep going. Yeah. Um, and so it's good for me sometimes to take a moment and be like, you literally went through this whole program that was unintentionally to you, but like completely online and you mm-hmm. did great. And then you got a job yeah. and like you interviewed yeah. from your bedroom <laughs> you mm-hmm. all of these jobs. And so I'm really proud of myself for that. You're great. I was going to say like, how is the like Thanks. I was going to say, how has like the transition been like from being like, I was in school for all of these years and now I'm like doing exactly what I'm in school for. Cause that's where I'm about to be like basically next year. So to be honest, it's been hard. Like, I think, I think it's going to be weird. Like when my sister, my sister's going to be in high, she's going to be in junior in high school this year, which is really weird. Um, Oh my gosh. I know. Stephanie told Sasu that today and Sasu was like, are you sure? (laughs) yeah no it's just like my brother is going to college I'm like no like they're literally moving like next week and I'm like no (laughs) no no (laughs) that's not real (laughs) right so I think it'll be weird for me then when she goes back to school because usually when she Mm -hmm. goes to school like I'm also either going to school or but it was hard for me especially in the first weeks like the I had a lot of like transitional anxiety and so I think Mm -hmm. therapy is so great because obviously my therapist has come through stuff like that so mm-hmm. it's kind of like meta in that I can talk to my therapist about like becoming yeah. a therapist and she was like that's very normal like the way that you're feeling like I've been feeling very existential kind of like mm-hmm. what is my purpose in life now that I don't have like oh I now I'm going on to the next thing mm-hmm. and not having like a necessary next point has almost made me focus on like is what I'm doing fulfilling in my life mm-hmm. does what yeah. I do like matter yeah um so for a week for not a week for a little bit a couple of weeks after I finished I felt like very sad Mm -hmm. uh just because I was like I don't know what to do now in my life I don't I've been in school literally since I was two I started preschool early in Brazil um wow yeah so I'm like I didn't know that (laughs) yeah I did I started early preschool uh it would be good for me to be in school so I'm in school (laughs) literally I had one year of life that I was not in school (laughs) wow Viv really set you up (laughs) (laughs) literally um but now it's getting better I think with any transition like you know time but I I do Mm -hmm. think it's important to acknowledge like if you're out there and you're going from undergrad to even grad school but like from something out from school Mm -hmm. out like it's okay if you don't immediately feel like yay I'm an adult and everything is great because now I'm thinking about like you know getting myself financially stable like Mm -hmm. am I going to move out at some point like do I want to do that who would I move in with and just like all this it comes with all this stuff and it's okay yeah it's okay you know what that's like it's okay if you're not like (laughs) yay immediately it's okay Mm -hmm. to be like I'm scared I don't know what's going on and then also oh sorry go ahead no just saying like that fear is kind of normal like it's a natural fear like if it turns into anxiety then it's like okay should probably talk to somebody but like there's this I feel like there's just this natural fear of like oh my god I don't know what life looks like 
like, what is, what am I doing kind of thing. So yeah, yeah. yeah that's real. My um, second point I realized was my low. Um, so I, I might do that if that's okay. <laughs> and then you can share That's your okay. Low. Yeah, that's um, fine. I think it's been difficult to get connected with like community because of mm-hmm. like shifting restrictions like shifting back shifting back again and just like mm-hmm. you know with the delta variant and everything yeah. it's just like there's so much chaos like happening right now oh my um, gosh and I think like it was so much easier when we were younger and we were in school to make friends you know yeah. especially like in college or in high school where you're surrounded by those people all the time and now it's like hard like I've had moments where I feel like I've been feeling very lonely I think a lot of mm-hmm. my dynamics with friends have been like shifting not in like a bad way just like people yeah. pursuing different things mm-hmm. you know um, I was actually talking to Allie about that <laughs> yeah yeah like people getting into relationships getting married mm-hmm. moving planning yep. on moving starting a new job like I'm happy for my friends but also I'm lonely <laughs> like for yes. me I, yes me for myself selfishly mm-hmm. I'm like oh no <laughs> yes no I feel that absolutely so that's been something that's been difficult for me is trying to get like re-plugged in to community also in the mm-hmm. way that like fits in my schedule. Right. Um, yeah, I think that's been my low <laughs> the past <laughs> year. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that comes with like, like adulthood. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's just like, like we start to actually kind of start constructing like what our lives look like, like what our routines are. Like once we like get into romantic relationships, then we're kind of shaping a life with that person. You know, if we think that it's going to go as far as marriage, you know, like it's like, then you start kind of trying to like set that up. And then you also have like your family and then you have your friends and you're like, okay, what do my relationships look like now? Mm -hmm. Cause it's like hard, like to me, for, or for me, it's like, it's kind of hard to kind of stay in that same place where it's like, this is how our friendship always was. And I'm like, but that's right. not what it is anymore. Mm-hmm. It's like, yes, I used to like, I used to FaceTime Victoria like every day. Like me and Victoria would FaceTime like all the time, every day. And then like, as like we've gotten older, we've, you know, gotten our jobs and like gotten into relationships and stuff, like our times have kind of like shifted. Like we don't really know each other's schedules anymore kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. So it's like now it's like, oh, when are you free? Oh, oh my God, I haven't talked to you in so long. It's been, but it's not like I'm like, oh my God, me and Victoria aren't friends anymore. It's just like right. it's just like our relationship is just changing, but like it's not in a bad way. Like you were saying, like we're obviously still very close. We're still best friends. Like me and you are still best friends. Me and Sess are still best friends. It's like our I just think like our different paths are just changing but Mm -hmm. like I think the foundation of friendship is obviously still there yeah I think it's just like a weird adjustment it's like you're always adjusting like as an adult it's very weird it's Mm -hmm. like always and if you have like trouble with like adjusting and like transitioning then like it's a hard struggle for some people but I feel like I feel like I'm kind of like a person or I've become a person where I'm just like maybe I'm more like a realist now where I'm just like this is just what it is Like, I just, just so I'm not like stressing myself about it. Like, you're just like, no, this is just what it is. It's okay. Like, it's not like it was before, but like, obviously I still know that like these people care about me and they love me, but it's just different. And that's okay. It doesn't mean that like everything is terrible and everything's going to shut down and break down. Mm -hmm. It's just different. Yeah, Different doesn't always have to be bad. And I feel like I've, I've learned better than to like try to hold on to things that are like slipping from me anyway, not like slipping mm-hmm. like fully, but things that are just like, almost like if you're holding a cord and you like, it's like loosening a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So sometimes like you're saying things will change. So like, you know, in college, like I used to hang out with my friends literally every day, we would have lunch together, mm-hmm. we would have dinner together. That's like inappropriate for where I'm at in my life. Right <laughs> yeah, now. yeah. Like, I can't try to hold on to something like that because that's just not where I'm at. Mm-hmm. And so I think that that's what you're saying is, like, very wise. Oh. Developed a lot of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess if we're talking about, like, adjusting and, like, 
transitioning like it kind of goes into like my low of like the year so like I just recently went through a breakup just last month or so last month and a half ago Mm -hmm. um so that was really hard um and I feel like as time has gone it really hasn't been that long since the breakup happened but like I feel like as time has gone on it's like I have less of like I guess a sad emotional reaction to it like I don't cry about it like anymore currently and again that could change but like right now where I am presently um I just I don't feel sad about it anymore like I'm just kind of like I've kind of just like accepted where what happened and that even though it might have been confusing and felt like it came out of nowhere like I'm just kind of like there are just things that I'm like thinking about that I'm like yeah no eventually I don't think it would have worked I just I think along the road there would have been things that would have come up that I probably just wouldn't have tolerated anymore yeah um or like we would just end up just kind of like arguing I don't know you can you can only think of the possibilities of like what would have happened Mm -hmm. um if that was the case, but like, I'm, I'm not going to lie. It's very difficult. I mean, you, you saw me the day it happened. So I sure did. I yeah. sure did. <laughs> it's a very sad day. Um, it's a very hard day. Um, but like, I think what's been great about it is that, and I wrote about this in my blog post is just like, I feel like even though I felt so like, alone and lonely and sad like there just were so many opportunities where like I was just around people that like loved me and cared about me yeah and I feel like it was just like God showing like love towards me and just being like hey yeah I know right now you you thought your life would look this way with this person but like look at all the love that you have around you like look at all the people that you have around you're not alone as you think you are like you're not as alone as you think you are um because there are people that are checking in with you and calling you and like you're going on vacation with Melina and Victoria and like you know you even though like the breakup happened while you were in Boston, you were also with your friends and family when you were in Boston. Like you come back and like, I come back to North Carolina and like, you know, my roommate Amanda is like, hey, let's like watch a movie. I don't want you to just be sitting on the couch sad. And I'm like, okay, like wiping my tears. (laughs) Like, sure, let's do that. Like to like watch a movie with me or like just hang out with me on the couch and like just little things like that. Like just hanging out with people just community has just been like a really big part of like my healing process and like I'm really grateful for it because I feel like the last time I went through like kind of like a similar situation like a hardship from a relationship like I felt more alone that time Mm -hmm. like I was just very much like in my room by, by myself just like sad depressed just like not really wanting to leave my room not even wanting to get up like very much like just kind of going through the motions of everything just if I had to go to work I went to work but then I would just come home and get right in my bed like Mm -hmm. if I had to go to church I would go to church and then right as service was over I just go home get right in my bed like but now it feels different and what's weird is that like I was with this person longer than like the last time um, so I, to me, I was just kind of like, shouldn't I feel like worse? <laughs> like, because like I spent like a significant amount of time with this person, like, right. like we were together for almost a year. So like, sometimes I'm like, should I be more sad than I actually am? Like, should I be like clinically depressed right now? Like I have <laughs> thoughts where I'm literally just like, should I be more upset? But then like, I kind of remind myself that like, even when like the breakup happened, like even though I was so like heartbroken and sad, like there was still a part of me that was like, I'm going to be okay. Like this is okay. Like as much as this sucks and this hurts, like it's okay. I felt like it was like the Holy Spirit being like, no, this is supposed to happen. Like it's okay. Mm -hmm. Like I know that it really hurts you right now and you really want to die, but Mm -hmm. it's okay. 
like I felt it was like a mixture of like this sadness and heartbreak but then like a peace yeah at the same time it was just kind of like okay like this is not going to be easy to heal from you know this was somebody that I really saw a future with but like overall like God holds my future and Mm -hmm. this isn't the first time that I've been hurt by somebody so you know God's going to turn it around even when I don't feel like it because there have been moments where I'm literally like I hate this like I could open up my journal and look back like a week or two ago and be like yeah I was hating life (laughs) like genuinely was like hey God I really don't want to feel these feelings I would rather not please take them away Mm-hmm. kind of thing it was like I feel like my healing process is very fast but like I'm not like trying to rush it if that makes sense mm-hmm. I'm not trying to rush it but it feels like I'm like overcoming it every day like more and more and I feel better more and more well you're open to it you're not like closing yourself off from the healing process like for those who are listening like Ariel mm-hmm. will be like I'm going to let this out and then she'll journal for an hour <laughs> and then she'll violently cry and then she'll yep. text she'll send you a voicemail about like God just revealed to me this <laughs> <laughs> journaling yeah. And then she'll be like, and I'm going to go watch a crime documentary to relax. Yeah. And like, <laughs> like you're taking the time to mm-hmm. do the hard work. And I yeah. think that's something that people need to hear. Like you, if you want to heal from something, you have, there's some stuff that you have to like be willing yeah. to sift through. Right. That's really true because there are moments where I would genuinely be fine. And then say I was wa- like, I've had moments where I was watching new girl. And then all of a sudden I was like, oh, wow, I'm really sad right now. That scene just hit something in me emotionally. And so then I'll be like, okay, and I'll hit pause and then I'll go to my room. (laughs) And like you said, I'll grab my journal. I'll write it out. I'll cry for like 20 minutes. And then I'm like, okay, I'm done. Okay, we got got the feelings out for that (laughs) moment. And then I'm like, okay, time to go back to new girl now. Like, yeah, it's just been kind of like, like I've just been telling people every day is different. Like some days I'm genuinely okay and I'm fine. I don't think about the person. I don't think about the situation. And then other days I'll be like getting ready for my day and I'll just start ranting about how annoyed I am by how it happened. Mm-hmm. It just it just changes. Um, but like I keep telling myself future me is going to love me for doing all of this processing and doing all yeah. the work um, to be healed and feel better. Um, And that like, I'm not really open to dating just yet. (laughs) I think like, I'm slowly just kind of like, okay, I'm all right now. Like, I think I'm okay. But like, I think about the possibility of dating and I immediately am like, no, it's just like, no, it's just exhausting to me right now. And this will probably change because it's July 30th, 2021 six months from now I could be saying a different story singing a different tune (laughs) but right now men are exhausting to me like I'm genuinely just like no like you guys clearly don't have it together you clearly don't know what you want and that could just be making that could just be me making a generalization or generalization can I say words anyway yes but like it's just like I could just be assuming that but like I'm just kind of like unless you really know what you want and like you really want to commit to somebody and like want to be serious about a relationship and not like s- blow smoke up my butt and make me think like, yeah, this is what I want in life. I want to be married and I want this. And like, just because I say that I want it, I don't, I don't want that. I think too, like the older you get, not always the older you get, but the more you go through relationships and like you get your heart broken and things end, like good or bad the more you realize like you step out of that teeny like mm-hmm. oh my god this guy is showing interest in me I love yeah him, to more like oh you said you don't want to work a job no like I, no I'm <laughs> you know? when like, I tell you <laughs> I'm literally like you don't what what do you mean you're still figuring it out no I'm all set thank you so much but no right like I, I just need you to have a job I need you to have a salary. I need you to tell me how much you make and not be afraid to tell me. Like I'm so, I'm, I think I've just reached a point where I'm just like, I don't have time for shenanigans anymore. I think that's totally fair. And I, I feel like I'm at the point in my life where I'm like, I'd rather be alone than be settling. 
and like yeah I absolutely don't want to settle and I think like 19 year old me would be appalled at that statement (laughs) like I really do I think she'd be like you don't want like cute guys to tell you you're pretty and like (laughs) you know so (laughs) but at some point you grow and you realize relationships are more than like you know that like little butterfly feeling someone yeah and they're like oh my god right no don't get me wrong I still very much want to be like in love with somebody yeah right oh my gosh this is the greatest love I've ever experienced in my life but like at the same time I think about like yes, that's great. But I also need some like substantial things, you know, yeah. like don't tell me you're non-confrontational. Cause that is a turn. I thought to myself, I thought that to myself this morning, I was like, if I date another man who says they're non-confrontational, that's an immediate turn off to me. Cause that just says, I don't know how to communicate. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm all set. I can't be with somebody who can't communicate. You're non-confrontational. That means that one, if there's a problem, you're not going to address it, which is not okay with me because mm-hmm. I need you to tell me if something is wrong. Right. Two, you can't communicate your feelings because I don't know what you're afraid of that I'm going to do to you. But if you can't communicate how you're feeling, that's also a problem because how am I supposed to know how you feel if you don't tell me? Right. You know? But, you know, those are just things well, <laughs> that I've been thinking about. That leads into the question that I was going to ask you, which is, um, like someone once told me, it might have been my therapist, like you know relationship <laughs> is a waste because you learn something from every one mm-hmm. of them. Not even just like official relationships, but like when you talk to somebody or when you flirt with yeah. somebody, you know, you learn something from all of them. So what do you, it might be too soon to ask you this question, but what do you feel like you've learned like, from that situation or are in the process of learning? Um, I've learned that... I, I think I've learned about myself that like, I love really hard. Like when I like really care about somebody and I really love them, like I will literally do anything. Like I will cook for you. I will clean your house, even though you don't have to ask me, (laughs) like I will just come to your house and just feel really comfortable. Like, you know, come over and just like wipe counters down and just organize a few things if I notice that it's messy, like, mm-hmm. or just like, I'm just, I, I know I'm a good partner. Like, I'm just, I'm very loving and I'm like playful, which I never thought that I would be that kind of person. But I'm like, I get like, like a kid, like with the person that like, I really like, which I guess is a good sign. Mm-hmm. But like, they kind of make me or allow me to like, kind of come out of my like introverted shell. Mm. Um. And like, I feel like I can like be myself. Like, it's really interesting because like you were talking about 19 year old you being like, you don't want a guy to tell you you're pretty. 19 year old me would be like, talking to men, what? (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely not. (laughs) Like 19 year old me was very much like, please don't speak to me. But like, I learned that I'm like really comfortable, comfortable around men. Like I don't have like, I'm just kind of like, okay, you don't like me. That's fine. I know I'm great. That's okay. Or like, I just don't have an issue like having certain conversations or just like, I'm just very open, which Mm -hmm. again, 19 year old me would be baffled and surprised that I just feel that comfortable. Um, Especially because, you know, like I, like you said, I watch crime documentaries all the time. I watch crime (laughs) shows and I was always that person that was like, I will never do online dating because I don't want to be murdered. And I ended up finding somebody through online dating. So it's like, I learned that I'm like, I'm more open to things than I think I am. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess when I like trust that person enough, um, then I become more open and like vulnerable. Um, What else? I've learned... I've learned that like, I like kind of choose like the same type of person to date. And that was like a really interesting revelation to have because I was like, I thought that like from the last person I dated that this person was like so much different and in ways they were, like they were completely different from the last person that I dated. But then like, when I started thinking about both of them and kind of comparing and contrasting them, I was like, wait, they have some similarities though. And then like, 
I recently, I recently like saw a post about like dating somebody who's like a narcissist. And I was like, wait a minute. (laughs) And I was like, why does it sound like parts of my last relationship? Whoa. And then I was like, why do I keep dating people? who have narcissistic tendencies. And I was like, we need to work on that. (laughs) I was like, that was like, I learned that about myself. I was just like, so both times that you've dated somebody, they both had like narcissistic tendencies. Why, why are we choosing these men? You know, like it was, Mm -hmm. I was kind of like, let's do some inner work here. Why do we feel like we're like dating somebody that's a narcissist? Mm -hmm. Like, what is attractive to us about that? Like, why are we drawn to men like that? Um, So that's something that I really want to talk to like my therapist about, which I probably will next week (laughs) when I see her. Also, that was a highlight when you said therapy. I was like, oh, I got a therapist this year. Amen. After not, you know, my last therapist ended up leaving like the school, my school that I was seeing her at. So I finally got a new one and she's been great. I love her. Hey, Tiffany, if you're ever listening. (laughs) So, um, yeah. So like, I was like, oh, it's like, it's not just like, I learned what like, I don't want in a partner, but like, I also learned what I do want in a partner, but I also learned a lot about myself as well. And like what I still need to kind of like work on and like look for in like my future partner. Yeah. That's really powerful. And I think it's, it's just even to me hearing you say all this, like, a month and a half out because as you said I was there the mm-hmm. day all mm-hmm. the events transpired and like yes the days after and it's just a very different a very different outlook mm-hmm. you know I would say you're very like and I told you this remember when you were in my basement I was like it's fine if you keep talking about it because it helps you create like a cohesive storyline in your head mm-hmm. of like this is what happened this is what led to it this is what I've learned and I feel like mm-hmm like you've done that. so I'm very proud yeah no thanks <laughs> I love you and yeah Aww. it's been it's been a very interesting journey very mm-hmm. very interested in what uh my life will look like and then in, in like three months or so maybe it includes moving to Boston and living with oh I mean in three months I'll still very much be in school so <laughs> don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) okay well moving on from that touchy subject uh, (laughs) let's talk about like now where we're at Mm -hmm. now what's going on at this point in our lives I can go if you need a a second to yeah that's yeah you can go that's fine I have somehow become involved in activism in the past two weeks in a very Mm -hmm. unintentional accidental way um (laughs) like accidentally signed up for this the leadership team of uh like an immigrations rights like organization wow. I, I was signing up to volunteer and then I was like of course a, a leadership meeting with like five other people and I was like oh I guess I'm here now and <laughs> and I'm not gonna back out you know I'm very much a believer that like what happens is meant to happen and I'm like okay yeah. God clearly wanted me here he blinded my eyes to what I was actually <laughs> what form I'm I was honestly, actually going out honestly not even surprised right yeah you're on a leadership team for it I'm <laughs> like oh yeah so basically for those of you who do not know I'm one of the things about me is that I am covered under DACA which is look it up if you don't know what it is um it's a program enacted under the obama era and it basically protects me from deportation for like a every two years actually it might be one year now i have to renew it um because before that i was undocumented i was born in brazil um we came over on a tourist visa we overstayed it because brazil is dangerous and the healthcare system sucks the education system sucks and latin america as Mm -hmm. ariel knows Mm -hmm. (laughs) very Mm -hmm. well so um daca has been a very like heavily attacked thing in the past uh, few years like the trump administration tried to repeal it overall in 2017 it finally ultimately got blocked in 2020 and recently a judge blocked new um applications saying that it's illegal because the executive branch doesn't have the power to enact those kind of things which doesn't make sense to me because 
what is the power of the executive branch then? Anyway, um, so that just clearly shows that like DACA is insufficient because I still can't do things like obviously vote because I'm not a citizen, but I also can't leave mm-hmm. the country. Like I got yeah. um, basically like a full scholarship to any uh, public school, public university in Massachusetts Mm-hmm. that I wasn't able to accept because of my status oh my um, gosh. yeah so like lots of things like that and then obviously like you know the law can be repealed and if the law is repealed and I'm undocumented again if that happens then I can just be deported which is not what I want um at all um yeah. so basically I don't I don't want that either so enjoy. I appreciate that <laughs> <laughs> So basically, um, recently, I mean, I did my capstone on DACA. Ariel knows because she came to my presentation. That was great. I've been submitting that capstone to some like conferences and to some journals. Haven't heard back yet, but you know, fingers crossed because that would be cool in different forms, formats. And then, like I said, accidentally ended up on the leadership team of this like pro DACA organization. And there was no chapter in Boston. So they Mm -hmm. were like, just make your own just do your own and I was like okay and it was so weird because I hosted this like week long series of like uh emails and phone calls to lawmakers on zoom Ariel knows once again she was there she's mm-hmm. a ride or die friend she showed up <laughs> didn't you show up twice didn't you come to two I did I yeah. came twice yeah love it um <laughs> <laughs> and I was talking to my mom and I was like after these zooms and I want to plan a rally I just feel that's on my heart I'm not kidding. Two seconds later, my phone beeps and this other person on the the leadership team is like, I want to do a rally in New York city. Does anybody want to help me plan it? And I was like, I don't live in New York, but how do you feel about doing a simultaneous rally? And she was like, that's a great idea. And then lo and behold, she knows like a person in LA who had just done a rally who wants to do it and brought in a person from a different part of, um, of California we may have three other locations not 100% sure yet so now Mm -hmm. I'm planning like a multi-city rally wow (laughs) for August 17th um 11 to 2 11 a.m to 2 p.m in front of the Massachusetts State House 2 p.m to 4 p.m um on the Boston Commons parade grounds if anybody is listening who wants to either speak or perform dm me um absolutely yeah at xoxo meaning rights m-i-m-i writes like (laughs) writes books um and let me know but that's been really cool because I've been feeling very and then I obviously do like my job and then I help with the church and other stuff Mm -hmm. um but that's been helping me feel very fulfilled because like it's really been forcing me to check my own privilege which is weird to say with considering Mm -hmm. you just said like I'm undocumented but also (laughs) I like just meeting with other people like there are some people who I met who had just sent in their doc application and it got blocked like by this mm. new this new law mm-hmm. or people I know who are still undocumented because of when they came and they don't qualify and yeah. or because they were too old people with accents who have more mm-hmm. difficulty with English yeah. um people who have lower socioeconomic status than me mm-hmm. and weren't able to like go to college like my parents were yeah help like put me through college and who knows where I would have been without that obviously I have light skin so there are people Mm -hmm. who are undocumented who are darker than me and go through um oppression because of that so it's been helping me to like recognize like yeah it hasn't been easy for me but also I'm in a position where I'm able to speak on behalf of not only myself but others yeah and push for citizenship for all because it's not enough for like just me yeah if like somebody Mm -hmm. someone I know who's just undocumented like I don't want anybody to be suffering and so that's been really awesome and to tie back to the existentialism I said I had been feeling like Mm -hmm. every time I'm I could be having like a terrible day and then I have a meeting about the rally and it's a lot of work don't get me wrong like there's Mm -hmm. so much stuff that goes into it that I'm like whoa like (laughs) permits and photographers and like security people like there's Mm -hmm. so much that goes into it but I walk away feeling like I'm doing something important Um, yeah because you are yeah (laughs) like it's literally going to impact lives and it's so cool too because like I remember when I was a kid my mom used to tell me like one you can't tell anyone that you don't have a green card they could call immigration (laughs) and Mm -hmm. two like don't speak Portuguese in public people would think that you are an immigrant and call immigration and like all this stuff that like I wasn't 
allowed to do or say mm-hmm. i had to like be extra polite and extra respectful and i had to do yeah. extra well so people would never like suspect anything you know and now and it was such an, a taboo and embarrassing thing and now i'm like i'm a human being and i deserve like to be treated like a human being on the basis yeah. that i'm a human being and that's a period mm-hmm. you know um and so that's been very empowering and there's like bible to that too like the bible says do not oppress the foreigner yeah. literally multiple times mm-hmm. so I just want to throw sprinkle that out into the world yep. in case anyone tries to come at me sideways um, yeah i mean god literally gave miriam leprosy <laughs> right because moses's wife was what a canaanite or something because she was like a whole different race from them yeah and he was like oh time to sprinkle some leprosy sorry yeah. so So, that's where i'm at right now and that's like exciting scary mm -hmm. but exciting um so i'm like not uh my godfather actually last month was like you're a public speaker and i was like what and he was like yeah you're like a public speaker like and i was like i am kind of good at it but it makes me nervous he's like no you're a public speaker and and so i messaged him like the picture of Mm -hmm. like the rally and i was like (laughs) i'm speaking and he was like i love you so much i'm so proud of you so you just need people like to call out things in you that you don't even see in yourself um Mm -hmm. and that's the tea for today thank you so much (laughs) (laughs) what's wild is that like while you were like talking i have this memory like not often, but like sometimes it just like pops up whenever you talk about like your immigration status and everything. Mm-hmm. And like, I have this memory of we were at Rev and we were like praying. And I distinctly remember we were both sitting on the floor and you were sitting right next to me. And I think they told us to just like pray for the person that was sitting next to you. And you literally told me to pray for you about like, Wow. Like your immigration status. And like, you were like really worried about like your family and everything. And then like, I prayed for you. And sometimes that really, that just like pops into my memory sometimes. And I'm like, wow, look I at don't God. I remember that. I oh always God. remember that. It literally comes up every now and then. Oh my God. Thank you for praying for me. But yeah. I remember you had like two like cornrow braids, like two braids and you had like a purple t-shirt on (laughs) yes not cornrow braids but you know when you do like two french braids and then like Uh you had like a purple t-shirt on in jeans well your your prayers have got me despite me not remembering them your prayers (laughs) here so and there must have been something about you that i trusted too because like i just said i didn't tell people that often now i don't care anymore but Mm -hmm. so that's very sweet i love that that got allowed you to remember yeah I remember it like every now and then I'm like oh wow look at like her life now that's so wild like God really protected her (laughs) you have I don't think I realized like how much jeopardy we were in when I was a kid Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like like I remember one time being like mom why can't we go to Brazil and she was like we don't have a green card and I was like what is that where do we get Mm -hmm. one can I get one at Walmart like I like that's why can't we get one at Walmart (laughs) (laughs) and so and now that I'm older and I watch like docuseries like Immigration Nation um Mm -hmm. and stuff like that and just like hear stories from people I'm like wow ICE could have literally just showed up at our door and been like let's go (laughs) yeah and I would have had to be like you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) so Mm -hmm. God really protected me and continues to and continues clearly and will continue to so -hmm. (laughs) well not the end the end for now right (laughs) right right not a period but a comma exactly um yeah that's really awesome tell us where you're at give us where i'm at on the life of ariel (laughs) um my life is not as exciting um i'm not currently i'm just saying i'm not out here being an activist but (laughs) i am Preparing for my last year of grad school. So like literally, I think in like two weeks, I will be back in school. Yeah, like so soon. more like three, like three weeks, I'll be back in school. And like, it's my last year. So I'll be doing like my internship 
and I'm taking like a research class as well but like I'm really more focused on my internship like excuse me um my internship is like in total 600 hours but like I'm splitting it between two semesters so this semester I'll be doing 300 hours of counseling and whatever else is required of me which is like bananas to think about because like last semester when I did my practicum like it was only like I think like 100 hours and that was already like so much to me because I had to like have certain direct hours um to me and I was that stressed me out so I'm like 300 hours total which means like I have to probably have more than half of my hours be direct hours which is what like 150 plus and I'm like where am I going to have the time to have (laughs) that many clients to see that many times you know um and like when am I gonna I just think about like when am I gonna have time to do like homework because I'm taking this research class like you know and I'm just like preparing for this like really big like season of my life and I'm like trying to like not freak out like I haven't freaked out about it yet I'm like still like oh it's still summer I still have time I'm fine but then I'm like once the first day of classes starts I'm gonna be like okay this is real mm-hmm. because like I kind of tried to like do the math and that's like like 15 to 20 hours like a week like if I'm being like consistent and seeing clients yeah. that's like 15 to 20 direct hours a week and I'm like where am I going to find the time to do that and do notes and see people and keep track of who is who and what their problems are and all of that. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's going to be interesting. Um, I am currently, I've been writing like, not like a lot, but like I'll have different moments where I'll just like write something. Like I recently wrote like this really cool piece about um like hopelessness I guess that's what I would say it's kind of talking about um but it's been like one of my favorite things that I wrote and like people that I've shared it with have really liked it it's also on my blog (laughs) on the writing page if you want to go check it out it's really great like um I I just hope that it like really touches people and like they really can connect with it um and yeah, I would say I'm, I've been like kind of getting back. I've just really been trying to get back to like being myself again. Um, not that I ever lost to myself, but you know, I was going through my sad girl times. Mm. Um, so I've been like going back to the gym. I started running again. Um, I saw this TikTok of this girl who like, she was like, I think she was an athlete before and then she got pregnant and then she ran like her whole pregnancy and then after she had her baby, she kept training and she trained to like qualify for the Olympics and then she did it. And so I was like, wow, I'm motivated to work out again (laughs) (laughs) because now I don't have an excuse as to why I can't. So I've been, I started this like running plan on my Nike running app um, and it's been cool. So if I stay consistent, I'll be able to run for like 40 minutes without wanting to die. So that's going to be fun. I'm really excited to see like what I'm capable of mm-hmm. and like what my body's capable of. So I've been getting back to doing that. Um, I've also realized that I really like reality TV. I am currently obsessed with Married at First Sight. <laughs> I don't know why, but I just genuinely am so invested in it and so like drawn to the drama and like everything I think it's just like the whole concept of it like marrying a whole stranger like it's not like you've ever met them before and then like you just decide you get married to them you legitimately sign up to be matched by some experts and the day you meet them is the day of your wedding and that is terrifying to me (laughs) and just watching people like literally marrying a stranger and just seeing how their relationship develops is like really fascinating to me because it reminds me of like it's arranged marriages essentially it's like this is an arranged marriage because you take this super long inventory and based on your answers the matchmakers 
match you with somebody who mm-hmm. matches you the best. So it's like an arranged marriage. So it's kind of like, that's a really interesting thing because like people like, so for example, this season that I'm watching right now, like though they have to like tell their friends and family that they're getting married to a stranger and people are like, that is so unconventional. That's so crazy. And I'm like, it's really funny because like years ago, hundreds, not even hundreds, but even hundreds of years ago, arranged marriages were like normal. Mm-hmm. Like it was like a thing. There are still cultures now. Yeah. Like and there are like still cultures thing. that still do it. So I'm just like, it's really funny that now we're like, that's really weird. Why would you ever do that? And I'm like, people used to do it all the time. Um, so it's really interesting to see like some couples actually make it like there is one couple from the previous season I watched Jessica and Austin I loved them they're like this cute little nerdy couple and they just like enjoyed the the process and just like enjoyed getting to know each other and then like they're still married and they're expecting a baby (laughs) I literally googled them yesterday (laughs) after I finished the season and like they're literally having a baby and I'm like wow this is so cute like they're just so great and like other couples like we're just wild that's where the drama comes in it's like couples that are just like they go on the honeymoon and one of the people just switches up and is like crazy Hmm. which I'm like they should probably do background checks on people and like talk to like their exes I feel like that's something they should incorporate because (laughs) some of these people are not who they say they are (laughs) but yeah I also love the bachelorette I've been watching that um but yeah I realize I really like reality tv but like only stuff that's like I guess kind of interesting like relationships Mm. like I love the bachelorette as you know we've talked about it yeah we literally had a whole episode dedicated to it and then (laughs) I like married at first sight a lot now I'm like obsessed with it it's really bad like I literally am like once we're done recording I'm gonna go watch the episode where they're all on their honeymoon (laughs) Um, for you though it's self-care so my therapist told me that a lot of people in the mental health field like reality tv because it's a good balancing from like all the hard stuff that you hear all day (laughs) that makes sense that's accurate because the way i'd be watching big brother or like any of these other shows Mm -hmm. but it sounds like you are in a period of like i mean you kind of said this like rediscovering yourself yeah learning to love yourself and learning learning to like build yourself up you know so even if Mm -hmm. like even if it doesn't seem like as outwardly like as exciting like it's still it's still important because it makes me think of like my like breakup periods that I've Mm -hmm. had you know or like like I went through a breakup right before my master's program and I went through one in my master's program and I had to Mm -hmm. just kind of be like okay what am I doing with my life now and just like keep moving and keep building myself and there were days where I was like I hate my life and Mm -hmm. I didn't want to do anything but I had to keep like journaling going to God, doing the things I was supposed to do, showing up to work, even when I didn't want to, showing up to my internship, even when I was tired. Mm-hmm. And I think that's put me in the position to now be able to be confident in the things that like, I believe the things that I'm putting forward. So you need like that mm-hmm. quiet silent season where you're like, my excellence right now is just doing the things that God has called me to do and finishing school or like yeah, figuring out what I'm interested in, even if it's like, like you said, reality TV and like, mm-hmm. you know, so I think that's really cool. And I do think that's exciting, but on like <laughs> an internal level. Yeah, no, that's, that's true. Um, yeah, that's true about like what you're saying, like kind of rediscovering myself um, and just seeing, just doing the things that I enjoy again mm-hmm. um, has been really good. I'm glad that like there are still those consistent things that like never leave that I'm like, no, you still like doing that. You still like to write. You still have an imagination. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. thinking about the future, we're thinking about just like 2021 up to the end of it, mm-hmm. right? just before 2022. What are some things we're thinking about, hopeful for? Um. About- let me see. I'm looking at the stuff that I wrote down for like my 2021 goals. I've already checked off finding a therapist. So that's cool. Very important. Um, I hope that like I still stay consistent with posting from my blog once a month. Um, especially like I said, entering like a really busy like school year. 
Um, I really hope I still am able to like make time to like write something, even if it's like a quick check-in, like, hey guys, I'm struggling, but I'm here. Okay, bye. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. um, I have like finishing some some writing projects um, that I've been working on for <clears throat> a while now. Uh, yeah, <laughs> literally my whole <laughs> life. Literally one of them I've been working on since I was 19 years old and I still haven't finished it. So you didn't want to talk to men since that age. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um, Trying to also be like financially stable because, whoo, golly, Mm -hmm. it's a struggle out here. So I'm hoping by the end of the year that I've like at least gotten into the habit of like doing well with my money and like not spending it every chance that I get on unnecessary things like outside food, like takeout (laughs) and just actually like disciplining myself to like cook for myself. Cause I know that I can, I just decide that I'm like, no, I want to order from this place (laughs) because I don't want to make a salad. So I'm just going to order from a place that makes really good salads, Mm -hmm. even though I could literally make it at home Um, or go to Starbucks. You know, I love a good, love a good coffee. Um, oh, I'm also taking the comps, which is like, for those of you who don't know, uh, when you are a counselor in training, you have to take a comprehensive exam. Uh, at least for my program, I have to take it the semester before I graduate. Um, and I think I can take it up to like three times if I don't do well the first time. And I'm hoping I just do well the first time. So I don't have to take it again because that would just stress me out. Um, but I have to take it and like pass it before I graduate. And if I don't pass it, then I don't graduate. Um, so I'm really praying that I pass the comps um, this year. Um, and yeah, and by the end of the year, I would have completed one part of my internship. So I hope that goes really well. Um, yeah, that's like the really like the big things that I can think about, like for the rest of the year that I have to Those are very look big towards. Things. Yeah. So exciting. I'm so excited for when you're done. I'm going to drive down because I've never like hung out in North Carolina. So I'll come. That's true. Yeah. I'll visit you, celebrate, run wild. Let me think. What are my plans for the year? Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I think two, there are two things that I'm kind of thinking of. One, I would obviously like to see Congress finally like make yeah. a path a clear path to citizenship for undocumented immigrants in the country mm-hmm. and you know do their job i don't think i'm asking for too much for them to just do their job and yeah. there's already a bill like that's supposed to be heard in the senate unclear when it's called the dream and promise act that would give like immediate eligibility for a green card to people under daca people under tps um so that would be great like i said though not just that but citizenship for all And then on a personal level, I would like to figure out just like, where do I belong? Like in this, in this like time of my life, like, like Mm -hmm. I said before, is it maybe moving out and moving in with one of my friends or like, are there friendships that I haven't made yet? Like people that I'm supposed to be friends with, like our clubs, yeah, clubs I'm supposed to join, like, who am I supposed to connect with? Maybe the it could even be people like I have known in previous seasons of my life and just like lost contact with like just where am I supposed to be because I, I mean I obviously do want to do like activism stuff and like woo, but I don't want to come mm-hmm. home and feel like empty because I personally don't have people and obviously I do I'm not saying like I have great friends but I just want to figure out like what's my life looking like now that I don't have yeah. school and um and just find a place where I feel like I belong yeah that's my goal I like that those are good goals thank you I like your goals too oh thanks I I like everything (laughs) that you do I think it's all good (laughs) (laughs) yeah do you have any other like words of wisdom or encouragement for our listeners before we wrap up today's eventful I'm probably gonna watch the Olympics after this and I know you're gonna watch Married at First Sight so Mm -hmm. parting (laughs) words (laughs) Parting words of wisdom, um, I guess kind of like what I've been telling myself to take it day by day. Yeah. 
whatever you're feeling, feel your feelings. And just like trust the process, allow yourself to feel, allow yourself to be open to even like the painful parts of it if you are going through a hard time currently in life. But like, um, you're never, you're not as alone as you think you are. There are people that have experienced what you're experiencing. Um, And kind of like what you tell me sometimes, you say like the things that I've gone through, I'll be able to help other people in the future who might go through the same thing or might go through similar situations. So (sighs) your pain is like, part of your purpose essentially yeah just as much as it sucks like don't allow it to kind of like hold you down mm-hmm. just like push through it as best as you can reach out to people go see get a therapist get a counselor find somebody that can like help you process those feelings and those thoughts and those everything all the moments that you're you're experiencing even the good ones doesn't always have to be bad but like you know share share what's going on yeah I love that that's very good (laughs) I think I'd also add like it's okay not to know what comes next yeah you don't have to you don't have to know it's it's even okay to grieve and know like it's never gonna be the way it was before um Mm -hmm. because that's part of life like we're supposed to change but just because we're supposed to doesn't mean it's easy um so like it it's okay. Like if you're looking around, like coming out of this pandemic and you're like, wow, things are very different. Like people have changed, people have moved, people have died. And it's okay for me to like rebuild. Um, I think even preparing for the world to possibly shut down again, because the way things are looking, I'm like, they're going to shut down the world one more good time because it's wild. So I think even preparing yourself for that And be like, okay, time to go back into quarantine again. Yep. And just knowing too, like, yeah, that seems like literally the worst right now. It really does. Mm-hmm. But also, like, we made it before to make it again. Yeah. We can make it the wrong thing. And yeah, like Ariel said, Keep- reach out if you need help. There is no mm-hmm. shame in needing help. We all need help. If you say that yes. you don't need help, you're lying. <laughs> yes. Repent. Absolutely. <laughs> Not repent. <laughs> But yes, absolutely. We all, counseling helps so much. Yeah. Yeah. So we hope this has been encouraging. Um, We love you guys, all of our listeners across the world, because we get like random countries pop up on our dashboard sometimes. It's really cool. It's so cool. And we'll be back next month to talk about, I actually don't even know what. So it'll be a surprise. Yeah, we'll see. And a surprise to you guys as well. (laughs) All right. Bye, guys. Bye.